This is WWJ All Local. Schools around the country and locally are closed due to a social media threat, including Redford Union Schools. News Radio 950's Charlie Langton speaking with the police chief there. Joining us live with more, Charlie. Yeah, good morning, Jason. Yeah, schools in the Redford Union District closed today because of social media threats. This on a day that there's a nationwide TikTok challenge endangering schools and causing police to provide extra security for the schools that are open. Redford Police Chief Al DePrima has already taken three kids this week into custody because of school threats. So, Captain, how do you solve this problem? I think, Charlie, I think a lot of this starts at home. Um, I think some parents need to get involved in and keep a better eye on, on, on what their kids are doing. But uh, the biggest thing is, is some of these young people, um, they, they need a little support. So, uh, you know, if we encounter these kids, our, our biggest thing is try to try to get to the root of the problem and what's causing them to act out like this. And uh, the chief, said, the, ca- the captain rather, uh, is saying that these kids are looking at up to perhaps 20 years in prison. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Detroit public school teachers and workers are being told, get a COVID vaccine or else. WWJ's Mike Campbell live with the latest on that. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Roberta. February 18th, that is the deadline for all teachers and district workers in Detroit public schools to be vaccinated if they want to keep their job or potentially not get fired. One of the penalties, if you're not vaccinated by that time, is firing. They're also talking about not hiring new hires if they're not vaccinated after the 18th of February. The district has approved the mandate the Board of Education did yesterday while it was on a retreat. And they do include medical and religious exceptions for consideration. The board says anyone granted the exception still has to undergo regular testing for COVID and still has to wear a face covering. And again, this mandate is for all teachers and workers, union and non-union, new and old in the Detroit Public Schools Community District. It's effective February 18th. Reporting live, Mike Campbell. WWJ News Radio 950. Speaking of rules in COVID 19, we have cases surging right now across the league, but the NFL is rolling back its COVID 19 protocols. Joining us live from the sports desk to explain is News Radio 950's Chris Falar. Chris? Hey, good morning, Jason. Watching the virus surge around the league, we knew something had to give. And while Roger, excuse me, Roger Goodell did not push back any games, the league is trying to adjust its rules to the science to give teams a better chance to get players back onto the field. Ten players on the COVID list for Detroit, and if they're vaccinated and asymptomatic, the thresholds to test negative have been adjusted. Also, there are enhanced protocols for all 32 teams, virtual meetings, mask wearing for everybody, social distancing, and Zoom calls for press conferences throughout this weekend while everyone tries to get this current outbreak under control. The NFL doctors say that these moves do indeed follow the science and that the safety in the community is their priority. Chris Falar, WWJ News Radio 950. Another windy one yesterday and power outages remain throughout Michigan. WWJ's Beth Fisher joins us live with the update. Hi Beth. Hi, Roberta. Consumers Energy is working to restore power to 109,000 homes and businesses statewide. At one point, there were 190,000 without power as winds reached up to 62 miles per hour. The hardest hit areas are in northern Michigan and west Michigan. About 60 cows were killed at a Nuego County dairy farm in west Michigan when a power pole went down and they were electrocuted. 
50 to 60 cows were also hurt. The roof was blown off a school in Fruitport by the high winds. DTE, meanwhile, just has 700 customers without power. Consumers expect it'll have customers' power restored by the end of the day Saturday. Reporting live, Beth Fisher, WWJ News Radio 950. Now to the world of big cereal. Kellogg and the union representing striking workers are reaching a tentative agreement to end a month's-long standoff. The union says striking members will meet Friday and vote on a new proposal on Sunday. Votes will be tallied on December 21st, and if the agreement is ratified, workers will return to the plants December 27th. The agreement includes cost-of-living raises and removes the term legacy employee, but does not include a deal on retiree health care or a cap on lower-tier employees. Michael Cohen, WWJ News Radio 950. This University of Michigan student disappeared four years ago, and they have finally found him. Investigators have positively identified the remains of a man found in central Michigan as those of a 27-year-old University of Michigan student. Police say Jin Rong was a doctoral student at U of M who disappeared in 2017 while flying a rented Cessna from Ann Arbor to Harbor Springs. Police think the plane ran out of gas and Rong tried to jump out of the plane before it crashed and he was killed. Salvation Army continuing its efforts now through its Red Kettle campaign to help Detroiters in need to have a Merry Christmas this year. News Radio 950's Tony Ortiz speaking to someone who was recently helped out by your donations to the Salvation Army. Sterling Mason faced the possibility of losing her Oak Park home over the holidays after she was forced to pay an abnormally high water bill to cut into her savings which left her without a way to give her family any kind of a Christmas. As a last-ditch effort, Mason got in touch with Nancy from the Salvation Army. She said, Mr. Mason, because uh, I called her when he was asking me, um, um, you know, we, we, you know, we have the food box, you know, and uh, we don't know about anything else, but we have, a, well, we have a couple of gifts for Mary. You know, they always have give you a couple of gifts for us, sign up for that. Mm-hmm. And she called me, she said, you have been adopted. I said, no, Miss Nancy. She said, somebody pulled you off the tree, and now I'm here to ask you, what all do you need? Mason admitted during our conversation that after being helped out by the Red Kettle campaign in the Salvation Army, she now contributes to the Salvation Army on a regular basis as a way to give back to those who helped her out in her time of need. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8s, tune into AM 950. Favorite WWJ on radio.com or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.